Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Donald Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. And I'm Rebecca Johnson. I'm one of the co-hosts of Supergirl Radio. I'm a contributor to Justice League Universe podcast, and I am a big fan of Lois Lane, specifically Dawn of Justice's Lois Lane, played by Amy Adams. Well, who isn't? Yeah, or just any, <laughs> just anything Amy Adams does is I know, right? She's pretty great. spot on. <laughs> um, yeah, and I this is a this is a big week for not only her but Clark Kent. And that, that relationship. There you go. Yeah. Nice sound bite, Nate. <laughs> Was that a good? Can we can we get a soundboard next? It, big it sounded just like the movie. It oh, was very accurate. I've I've seen it so many times. I've got it down to a science. <laughs> Rebecca, what are, uh, what's your relationship like with uh, Donna Justice here? Well, I saw it 15 times in the theater. In and I, I was basically a fan of it after the first viewing. I fell in love with the theatrical cut. And then after so many viewings, I've watched it a ton. Uh, I, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. So uh, I think very highly of this movie. And uh, I, I really, I'm very inspired by it. Um, on a, a personal level, but also in a uh, sort of a cinematic way. Uh, I think it's very beautifully shot, and that inspires me as sort of a, a camera operator. Uh, I try to keep that up in my, my personal time. I'm sort of an amateur camera operator. So as a film fan, I'm a huge fan of this movie, and I'm excited to talk about it. How many times did you see it? 15? 15. Yeah, I had, I had bought one of those Ultimate tickets. They've done the Ultimate ticket for... Batman v Superman and Wonder Woman. I don't know if they did it for Suicide Squad. They probably did, but I didn't get it for Suicide Squad. Um, but you you could pay so much up front and get this little card, and then you could use it once a day for as long as the movie was out, and you could go see it. So I could go see it in 2D. I could go see it in 3D. I could go see it in IMAX once a day. Um, and so I tried to take advantage of it. There was a theatrical cut at that, too. Yes, that's, yes. That's that's good, something. Uh, that's good strategy. That's a I, good fan fanship. That's a word. <laughs> fan. I I, I feel like I got uh, my money's worth. I think. Oh yeah, no question about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> How many bags of popcorn though? Uh, that's the real well, question. Well, yeah. That see, that's the kind of thing that does it balance out because you're still buying concessions when you go. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I try I try to try to uh, do the popcorn sometimes and maybe sometimes I don't. So <laughs> I it, just don't uh, like popcorn. <laughs> yeah, switch it up every now and then. You can't stay. You can't stay. I'm a big believer in movie movie theater popcorn. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Fair enough. And Rebecca, I believe in movie theater popcorn. How are you today? <laughs> the popcorn advocate. Um, today on Donna Justice, we're talking about minute number 26 and the minute's going to start off with, uh, Kal-El sneaking into Lois's apartment. Sneaking? Yeah, he's trying to be, he's trying to, you know, (laughs) we'll get to why he's trying to surprise her. He's gonna, he's gonna cook. Uh, and then it ends with Kal-El trying to, uh, just kind of, uh, how do you, you know, like diffuse a very stressed out Lois Lane because she's stressed for a very important reason. Um, but yeah, he was Good trying to speak in. 
He was trying to sneak in. Yeah. He was trying to sneak in and successfully see, snuck in. See, there's a lot of... Because I was watching this and knowing that he's Superman, there's a lot that's like, <laughs> is he just lying here? Because he, if he didn't... I don't know. What do you mean? What do you mean? Because he like walks in. Yeah. And obviously he can sense that she's home because he, ha- he has super hearing. Oh, man. I didn't even like, think about it like that. And then he's like, <laughs> I was going to cook. That, I mean, how else would he just walk... If he was oh, going to come in to cook, why would he walk into the bathroom? It's because he knows that she's there. It's like, hey, it was going to surprise you, you know? And then, Yeah, okay, well, what if the surprise is, like, after she gets out of the, the bathroom? Like, oh, surprise, there's food here because I'm Superman and I made it really fast. <laughs> He's fast, but you can't cook the food fast. Why not? As well, we'll maybe he later. could with his heat, his heat vision. Yeah. What was he just he doing with his heat vision? He was going to cook something in the oven. No. Shaving. Yeah. Shaving with his heat vision. He can Last shave movie. fast, probably, but <laughs> can he... Because if you cook things too fast, you could burn them. So you got to, like, True. play by the rules of the earth. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, um, one of the first things I noticed, and um, this was kind of like... This goes along with my questioning of, you know, is he using his powers, like, right now in this moment? Because it's like, when he walks in her immediate reaction is to put the bullet away and they put a sound effect of, you know, like the little ting. And it's like, <laughs> did, does he hear that? Does he like know that she's hiding this bullet from him? Cause then, he, you know, later on in some minute he'll say like, you know, you're digging up snake slow and like, he knows what she's up to of trying to hunt down yeah. the whole incident. But is he just kind of like avoiding the situation? He's just kind of like putting blinders on and being like, I don't care about, I mean, he says, I don't care in this minute. Yeah, think ra- about it. He's I mean, rambling at this yeah. point, but yeah, yeah. I've I've never thought about it like that. That he probably knew something was up. There's only so much that she can hide from him. <laughs> that's a exactly. that's a great point. Uh, but I I think you know maybe he just thinks that she's looking at something. He doesn't know exactly what it is. He just knows that maybe she's uh, putting something away that she's been studying. So that's a that's a good point. I I think I didn't think about it until you guys mentioned it. But him walking into the bathroom with a bag full of groceries is a little weird. <laughs> so uh, so I I haven't really thought about it in terms of this scene and his ability to use his superpowers while he's he's talking to her. But that, that's a good point. It's all contaminated now. And you walked into the bathroom with all his groceries. <laughs> Kalil, you sneaky bastard. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see, yeah, so I wrote down, is he, um, what was I writing? In this minute, without the uh, Ultimate Edition minutes, we are not aware of what has just kind of happened in Nairomi. So yeah. after he says, you know, I was going to cook and stuff, and, you know, she she finds that, like, very endearing, and she she loves that idea, but you kind of have to talk business at this point because he is Superman, and... Uh, you know, they held hearings about what happened in Nairobi. Yeah. So you kind of have to talk about that. You can't just avoid that the entire time. Um, and if you haven't seen the Ultimate Edition, uh, what is our perception of what happened so far? I don't Nairobi? know. The, if you if you were only watched now, no offense to anybody that likes the theatrical edition uh, fifteen times, um, <laughs> uh, but. I'm pretty sure that this was like the most dialogue and exposition from Kal-El Clark that we ever got in this entire movie. And it was this really early on. Is that not true? Because they cut out a lot of his Clark Kent stuff. Yeah. I remember being like, did 
they are they going to explain what happened yeah. in this minute, which they kind of do, but then they kind of don't. Dot, 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 dot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the confusing thing in terms of the theatrical cut versus the extended cut is that they taught, he, Clark says something about, oh, you know, I, did, I didn't kill those men if that's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I, when, you, when you see the theatrical cut, I sort of interpreted that as him saying he didn't kill the, the terrorist, the general. The general, uh, that's what I thought Amazon, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so, um, so when you look at it, the theatrical cut, that's how I interpreted it. But when you watch the extended cut, I think the way I saw it is that he's talking about the people who were burned by KG mm-hmm. Beast. And so it does make it, make it a different scenario uh, depending on which cut you watch. I don't think anyone, uh, I don't think Amajag died, first of all. I still don't think that he no. was killed by Superman. Yeah. Um, and I also, well, we know now that he didn't kill those people. So that's a fact. That one's a fact. Boom. But um, I guess they never come out and specifically state that Amajag was apprehended uh, and not killed. But I am probably going to invest in that he's still alive. How much are you going to invest into it? How much money do I have? <laughs> Don't check my bank account. <laughs> um, I agree with you uh, on all those parts. Sorry, I think I was mainly thinking about the Amishag not dying because, like, that's... yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't. I think Superman is strong enough to. I think he broke through those walls, but then he was just kind of like cradling Amishag yeah, in like I think a way so. of like then... not for not hurting him. Well, hurting him, but maybe not a killing. brick hit him in the head and like knocked him out. Yeah, like, it's one well, of those things. Yeah, <laughs> trying to defend. Yeah, I, t- I took it. Yeah, I took it as confirmation that Clark or Superman didn't kill anybody in Africa. Yeah, so exactly. I, I, I think he just, he safely took him through the brick wall. <laughs> well, it's like the the whole thing with General Zod that happened in Man of Steel, that's supposed to show you that this guy can kill someone. And I think that's the whole setup for like the doubt in this film. Because um, what did I write? I wrote down that... Um, it's he sounds really annoyed by the fact that people are thinking that he killed people. It's almost like he's he has no intention of killing anyone ever. So when he's like, you know, he's trying to brush it off, he's like, I, I don't care. I didn't kill those people. Like, stop. You know, let's let's cut this out because that's never going to be my intention. Yeah. Um. But you know, the whole world's not going to stop thinking that way, and. uh and I wonder if Lois Lane has any like any strand of doubt that he might do that one day. I don't know because she, what she says in this minute, she's like, "I want to know what happened," um, and something like that. Um, I'd have to look at the minute again, but I'll let you guys talk while I do that. Yeah, well, I mean, I what I like about this minute is that we get to see that Lois has to deal with this Superman thing too. She's got to yeah. figure it out just like Clark does. So they're trying to work this out together, and I, I really like that because she's just as, as much a part of what Superman does as, as Clark is when he's got the suit on. And I, I really love, just as a Lois fan, I love that she's keeping up with the news. Like, she knows about the hearings. She knows what they're saying. And I think it's very pointed that in this minute, Clark says, you know, I don't care what they're saying. But maybe later on in the film, he does start to pay attention to what people are saying. So mm-hmm. I think this this interaction with Lois 
might have changed some of his tune about maybe I need to pay attention to what people are saying. Maybe I should care about what the world thinks of me. And maybe that maybe that plays into how he become well not become Superman but uh, is Superman to the world. So I like in in the scene that they're sort of working all of this out together. It's very true. Yeah, I mean it's kind of hard. It's or it, like it's difficult to kind of oh. decide like um, <laughs> how you're going to you know if you're going to be the Superman, how are you going to go about it? And it's like, it doesn't seem like, yeah, you're perfect, but is there a perfect way to go about it? I guess that's the question. That's, I mean, you guys are, you guys are hitting all these things right <laughs> on the, right on the head. Um, the, I think that what we get in this minute and, and the next minute as well, it's um, like Rebecca was saying, like, it, it's just Lois, like, literally every single gear now is like turning and clicking in her head where it's like, it's like a puzzle and it's just fitting into pieces where she's saying like, yeah, I'm trying to have a life with the Superman, but I think she says in this minute that there's a cost and mm-hmm. it's just like everything right now is like starting to come to her. And like she's... the bullet was, I think the nail in the coffin. I don't know if you should use that. I don't no, know if you yeah. use that one, but the Spoiler bullet was alert. like, yeah, <laughs> the bullet was the, um, was just like the, fir- like the key, like the, big opening thing that yeah exactly that she is able to investigate into thinking like you know we're not all invincible here and you know like even though i'm dating the superman like this life can't be all perfect and and clean you know it's like there's uh, a cost the I, i think the argument in the relationship is that you know superman's like you know i don't care like i don't want to know what they're talking about like yeah i want to like that part away yeah, from me but blinders for lois lane she she's not that person to ever be like that true she can't live her life she can't go to bed like kind of like oh i don't you know i'll Let just me not think about that yeah, yeah she's never that kind of person so like maybe superman wants to be like that but lois <laughs> lane cannot allow herself to be like that yeah she, so she i guess she is like i guess she's the brains and like he's the bronze kind of thing in that relationship i guess i kind of like my whole Everything that I that I took about this minute was like um, Lois doubting the relationship. Do you guys did you guys get that kind of feel where it was like she's you know like kind of thinking like like this world can't take both Clark Kent and Superman and I can't be you know that tether so something's gotta yeah. something's gotta give. <laughs> but did you did you I, guys either get that? I don't know. I kind of I just felt like it was like doubting a lot. I don't know if she doubts the relationship because she loves Clark. Like, I don't think that's in any question, but I think she worries about her place in his life. And I think there's like a burden that she feels like, am I holding him back from doing what he needs to do for the world? Because there's that whole question of, I don't know if it's possible. And of course, in this minute, it's, I think it ends at, I don't know if it's possible and we don't hear what she says. So I guess we'll have to find out in the next minute what she's talking about. But uh, I, I think that she, it goes back to that, her, her trying to figure out her place in his life and how she can be part of what's happening with Superman, but also have a life with Clark. So I think there's a burden that she feels because, especially because of what happened in Africa. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> that whole thing went down partially because she was there. So I, oh, wow. I think there's there's a lot to to think about in terms of Lois and, and her quandary about what's going on with their relationship. And I think it it's really fitting that she is in the bathtub in this minute because, for me, I see that as her 
taking that burden and that that worry about all the the deaths that happened because she saw those people get killed she heard what the gunshots she she was there when all of that went down and so i think the bathtub for me i'm gonna get a little deep here uh, <laughs> i think she is trying to wash that off of her i think she's trying to get rid of the the stain of all of that stuff that went down because of her presence and i think she's trying to clean you know cleanse herself of that and i think that's why it's so fitting that she's in the bathtub here and i know that was a, a kind of a controversial thing that oh naked lady in a bathtub but i don't mind it so much because i i actually really like that she is covered up you don't see yeah. a lot of stuff and it's I very it's tasteful very, ta- very tastefully done what and jinx I- you owe me a coke, little lady. <laughs> um, I agree with all of that. Like it's, uh, I'm. I mean, this isn't the first time I've seen like that um, uh, imagery of washing kind of that thing off. What was it? Casino Royale. You remember? Yeah. Boom. Good in example. The bath, in the shower. The Daniel yeah. Craig one. Yeah. Um, 2006. Sure. Uh, but like, yeah, I, I, I took that as like she needed to, like that was the first unwinding thing, and obviously she is gonna like try to wash off the figurative blood on her hands yeah but who doesn't yes yeah who doesn't like you know sometimes you know very rough day like all you want to do is go sit in the bathtub and take a bath or take a shower like a hot shower and just like it's every day i take a bath every day mark like you should know this i don't know (laughs) don't we see bruce wayne do it in this film later yeah oh good good call you you might get to see a lot of it Uh, yeah a lot of him uh, washing himself up. We yeah. should just have a a bathtub podcast where we just analyze every scene of people in, that's in a bathtub. Oh, you remember like in all that there was Keenan Thompson, yeah, he was that the, kid the in French Paris. guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's um, my but age. you know if she is, if she is, age. and this you know this would work great with uh, your analysis, Rebecca. It's like if she is uh, in the bathtub to kind of like cleanse herself like mentally of this problem that she just went through um it's interesting that she continues to stare at that bullet while she's in it almost like i want to not be like burdened by this but then there's part of it that's still drawing her back into the equation kind of thing well lois and clark have this huge responsibility for the world like superman is out there doing his superman thing and lois is like well i know the secret too i have to keep this in and i have to figure out what i'm going to do so i think that they they both are are dealing with the responsibilities and the burdens of what it means for clark to be superman and i think that that's something that happens with any lois and clark in any story and i I, i'm glad to see that that is here and treated so seriously in this movie uh, because it's a pretty big deal you feel that, do, do either of you feel that Lois could, from a certain point of view, ring, um, <laughs> that she could be like a propaganda for Superman? Like, obviously she'd be dating him, but then she, you know, spins the stories to make them all sound good. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I hey, mean, obviously there's in stories the and like things like that, but I want to know, I like listening to people's opinions about propaganda. <laughs> well, there is, there is a fine line that she has to walk as a journalist and clark kent's girlfriend but i think what what keeps her from being propaganda in that way is that she lois lane if you if you dialed her down to her most basic trait she is about the truth Mm -hmm. and especially in this version of lois lane uh amy adams's lois lane talks about the truth constantly and so i i don't think you're going to see her write articles or talk about superman where it's not the truth 
even if it's bad, even if it's uh, terrible, sad, whatever it is, she's going to write the truth. So I think that's what keeps her from being propaganda. Um, so I, I don't worry about that too much with Lois because whatever she's going to write, she's a truth teller. She's just, she's just going to write what, what it is, what happened, and she's going to be about the truth. I think um, I think he hasn't done anything wrong yet. So everything yeah. she's writing, even though it's truth, it's like it still makes him seem good because he is just that good. Yeah. But it's like it's one of those things where like the whole world is waiting for that one article to say, like with fact that he did something wrong. Or I, I'm sure there's a bunch of t- like tabloids that say like, oh, he like killed some kid or like. They're like having an affair. Yeah, there's a bunch of fake news of <laughs> Superman, I bet. But I, I'm sure for the most part... He's gained uh, 35 um, pounds. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like people will always think back to when he killed General Zod. So there's always like that doubt in their mind. So they're like waiting for that story to hit. Um, and so when they see all this news of just him doing good stuff, then they're like, that can't be real. At least he's got to be doing something wrong and something like that. And so if the shoe fits, oh. and all her articles are just you know pro superman but it's at the same time it's the truth it's like hey maybe this guy's not so bad and y'all should uh maybe take a seat (laughs) take a seat (laughs) (laughs) well that's why it's important that they have those hearings so that they can talk about it yeah superman you gotta start talking about it so people can hear you talk about it don't be about it yeah or (laughs) is it the other way around nope not in this situation (laughs) (laughs) um do you guys have any uh, other notes? I'm looking uh, through mine right now. No, I don't. I don't think so. Well, the the visual thing that I wanted to bring up in this minute is that I really love how lived in this bathroom feels and looks. Like it's sort of a little bit disheveled. Like there's uh, shampoo and soaps and mm-hmm. oil of, oil of Olay product placement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, that's very obvious. But I like that there's. Like, just stuff around in the bathroom that anybody would have in their bathroom. It looks like a real place in their apartment that it just feels very real. And I like that it's not super clean. I like that that it looks like that they share this place and that this is their their home. So I I really appreciate that about the the way that they designed this bathroom and the way, I guess, the art direction uh, set it up and, and sort of placed all of these things around because it... It just looks real, and I like yeah. getting to see Clark and Lois's apartment and the way they live. The lighting was really uh, good, in my opinion. Okay, that was the note that I was looking for. The lighting? Uh, no, no. Oh. Do you do you think Clark and Lois are in a relationship, like like uh, like Facebook official relationship? Oh, God. <laughs> yes, I do. I think that probably their coworkers might know. I, I have a feeling that Perry probably knows at least. Oh yeah, for um, sure. But, uh, it w- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Perry knows but a little I, bit I, too I, much. I, d- I definitely think at this point, if they're living together, that people probably know that they are dating, that they are serious. Uh, especially if, you know, if they have neighbors that see Clark bring groceries into the apartment. Uh, I have a feeling that the people know that they're together. Yeah. Hmm. I I I want to believe that. I just have a hard time being like this guy looks a lot like Superman, and Superman's always saving this girl. So it's like <laughs> it's a little. It's almost it gets almost too obvious. Now we Nate and I also think that Perry White knows that Clark Kent is Superman in some like kind of uh, how would you say it like how would you say it when someone's like it's okay I'll keep your secret safe kind of thing, 
and he never he kind of acts i don't know he has intuition like well perry knows but he has like this kind of uh unsaid like trust to us oh yeah there's a word he never brings it up or he never like says anything about it and you have to like really hunt for it in scenes with perry white to be like is he does he know right now does he is he just playing dumb is he or was it playing coy i don't know what the (laughs) yeah well i think uh, you you probably well i i think for me i can't speak for anybody else but the way lois handles clark's secret and the way she handled finding out about him i think is similar to the way perry probably would have done it like he would recognize that this is a really important thing and that he might need to uh keep a lid on it just for the sake of the public so it's it's interesting to think about, you know, if people do know that they're in a relationship. But I always come back to, you know, it's the glasses, man. It's the glasses make him look a little different. And, uh, I, and I think the way they dressed Clark in this movie, they did a pretty good job because I think they talked about, I think Michael Wilkinson talked about how they would uh, dress him in clothing that would hide his figure, would hide yeah. his very muscular physique. So people wouldn't really think of him much as, as this big, strong, strapping Superman. So I, I think it does a pretty good job uh, that, that it would hide who he really is. I, I don't, agree. I don't, I don't know who he is. <laughs> oh, yeah? No. <laughs> I don't it, even know what I, this movie is. You got that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fools uh, me every time, man. Well, that's all I had for this one. There's some, some more good Lois and Clark moments in tomorrow's minute, so I was going to save some of those notes. But what about okay. you guys? Any closing thoughts on today's minute? Uh, I just left this minute wondering what Clark was going to cook. What, what, what did he have? What, what was, what was for dinner? That is a good question. What do you think? He can't cook that well. He's, what do you mean? He's from Smallville. What is it? You, know. you think that, that, I think that's discrimination, Mark. Well, what is he going to do? Uh, apple pie. Yeah. Uh, fried chicken. You're the one saying it. Uh, hamburgers. <laughs> Hot dogs? Corn yeah, so, on the something, cob. Something that he probably would have learned how to cook on the farm. Whatever they eat on the farm, I have a feeling, is something that he knows how to cook really well. Pork chops. It's apple pie. It's nighttime apple pie. Yeah, he's like, Lois Lane, humans eat apple pie for breakfast, right? No, they eat it at night, nighttime snack. Yeah, nighttime snack. There you go. <laughs> um, well, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up for today. It's Let us know what you Clark's think gotta go Clark to Kent the... was going to cook for breakfast. Or yeah. What day is it? Or what time, what of, day is it? What time of day is it? What do you mean? Like right oh, now? That's true. It could have been earlier in the day. I didn't think about that. What time kinda, of day is this? It was overcast, so you couldn't really tell what I time. assume it was like, you know, mid to late afternoon. Okay. He was getting on like off a, work like a at Wednesday. Daily Planet. No. <laughs> he hit up the grocery store on the way home. What if he took it like a half day? He knew Lois like was coming nooner? back. He took a nooner. Yeah. And uh, he knew <laughs> Lois was coming back, ran down to the bodega, got some flowers, got some pork chops, was going to cook dinner. Because that's what you can make on... You make a whole Seinfeld episode out of Clark Kent trying to get groceries. Where is that? <laughs> Lois and Clark. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would watch that. Yeah. Me too. Um, <laughs> it uh, was a show. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I saw I found it in a flea market once and I didn't buy it. <laughs> it was oh, a complete I box like, set. I like Lois and Clark. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good, can't be fun. Um... um 
You can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute. You can find the rest of our shows at tooldmedia.com. And you can join us on the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, where you could join us, our guests, and our listeners um, as we talk about the minutes at hand or we talk about, you know, uh, future DC news or you can talk about Man of Steel if you're catching up on those episodes. And we'll catch you tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.